Welcome to another pointless podcast. Everything you never needed. Here are your hosts. Give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite pair, Senora and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. On to the show. We'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go. There. Oh no, that's not how we're gonna start. Welcome to Only Murders in the Building. No, that is uh, not the name of no. True Crime Podcast. No, that is uh, not the name of your host, of Steve Martin. And beside me is um Selena Gomez. Selena, how are you? I'm not Selena Gomez. <laughs> well, I'm Steve Martin. No, you're not. Yes, I'm not Martin Short. I'm Steve Martin. That's Martin Short over there on the table. That's a cat. Yeah, what's your point? No, this is not Only Murders in the Building. That's a TV show that we're watching. We are switching uh, it up this week um, to do a true crime podcast. No, we're not. We're investigating the no, murder stop. of um, the... My hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome back to another Pointless um, Podcast. I am your host, Laura Katie, of course, joined by... Steve Martin. No, Derek, your name's Derek, Derek Landy. Steve, Derek Landy Martin? No, just Derek Landy. Steve Martin. Hi. Oh, our dog just joined us. She's been good as gold all day, and then the moment we uh, start recording, she's like, Hi, I noticed you are doing something that does not involve me. And they are not kindly paying attention to me. So now, I will come and disturb you. She speaks with an accent. This is her voice. Yep. Does anyone else give uh, stupid voices and uh, accents to their pets? Let us know on Twitter. No, no one does. Let us know on Twitter. But I feel like it's not just us. I feel like everyone must do it. Do you want to tell the people what we're doing? Yes. Go we then. are going to... Uh, we each have five examples of something in fiction in fiction a moment in fiction that have um emotionally wrecked us there you go yeah um, and i i could have all of mine could have been from your books excellent from skullduggery and demon road but i decided to keep this skullduggery and demon road free because first off like who reads that trash like <laughs> am i right guys um also uh, I want an unbiased, you know. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I have picked all of mine from Skullduggery Present. Oh, for um, God's sake. No, I picked all mine from a, a TV shows, actually, I think. I have TV shows, movies, and one book. I heard that on... Don't stop it. Derek, you can hear that on the... Stop. You're just giving me more work to do in post-production. Some work to do. Derek, yes. all you have to do is sit down and put your headphones on. And also speak. Oh, something you struggle with at any other given point of the day. Hello, kitty. Hi, kitty. We have a studio audience today. Well, okay. we did. They left. Lorelai was here with us. A live studio audience. And then she left. A dead studio audience. So do you want to start? Yes. Well, first, Derek, why don't you tell me about oh, your week? Oh, God. Um, it was great. Tell me more about your week. Um, what day is it today? Today's Sunday. That's what we do. We film the podcast on Sunday. We film, do we? 
Well, we record on Sunday and then it comes out on the Monday. Um, it's Remembrance Sunday today, so I forgot that. Derek, you can't, you can't laugh at Remembrance Sunday. That's that's awful. We don't do Remembrance Sunday here in Ireland. No, I know you don't, but some of our listeners are from uh, the UK. What? I know, yeah. Who? Uh, Greg. Greg is, he's living in the UK. He's not from the UK. No, the other Greg. Oh, he is from the UK. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Greg. So, um. Greek. Greek. Um, what? Uh, yes, my, I, 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 oh, I, I spoke to my editor about, uh, the first draft of the final school degree book until Ooh. the end. Um, and uh, that was a good, positive um, conversation, in which he says it's the best written book in the world ever by anyone. Wow, that's really what he said? Yeah, he said all other writers will stop immediately after the publication of this wow. book because there's no point. I, I don't know if that's, that's the that, truth. That's a, bit, that's a bit extreme. I think I'm going to talk to Nick and see if that's actually what he said. Cause I don't, don't, think that's don't what even he said. bother. Don't even bother because mm. he's so distraught that he refuses to speak Doesn't to you. Doesn't Nick write his own books as well? Mm, yeah, he's he's going to stop. Oh, he's just going to stop. Yeah. And so I can't write any more books now either? No. Oh, okay. No, no one can. Well, it's unfortunate, but. It really is. Anything else could happen this week? No. No? I um. Remember that my family just got COVID. Derek, that's not okay, right? That's that's that's, that's, that's not, not good news. That's, that's just news. news. Yeah, that's bad news. Um, but they're feeling okay, right? They're just so far, like having a cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's back and it's it's rampant. So do take care out there, you crazy kids. You cool cats and kittens. Um, what did you do? This weekend? This week? This week, this week? I don't really know. Oh, well, I flew... I was back in the UK last weekend. For, it's yeah, Because yeah. me and my mum had tickets to Frozen. I got her tickets to Frozen the Musical in London for Christmas 2019, and we were meant to go in 2020, but so COVID. Amazing. Yeah, that too. It was so good. Um, Samantha Box from the Les Mis movie was Elsa. Oh, we were in row B as well, right God. in the middle. We had great seats. You know what they say about people in in, in row B? What? They don't say anything, do they? No. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I come back here. Yeah. Uh, I feel you back on the Monday. Oh, Tuesday I got my Botox top up. I don't. Can you see my like? I'm gonna try and move my eyebrows. Uh, because what happens when you get Botox is you don't see any results for the first few days, and then around day like five or six. Your, your face, face spasms. No, your face where you had the Botox done freezes up and it stays frozen for a, for a week or so, and then it starts to you start to get movement back. Um, but your your face stops wrinkling when you move it. So, which obviously we all want because who would want expression? Go on, let's you, okay, see. Okay, I'm gonna see. raise my eyebrows. Okay, go. Okay, anytime now. Go. They are raising, aren't they? I mean, they're moving. Okay, I'm slightly. really trying. Okay, I'm going to try and lift one. Okay, look surprised. Look inquisitive. Oh, I don't really know. Uh, mm. Cheapers. It's, are they moving at all? I mean, they're, 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 they're moving. I had a really wrinkly forehead. 
Did you though? I did. Well, only when I when I moved my face. <laughs> Actually, no. It was they were starting the. I was getting lines over my brows. Oh um, wow! While my face was not moving as well. Holy moly! I know. And then while I was there, the 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 guy. Oh my god! The the doctor who did my Botox was the most beautiful human being in the world. Well, I mean, if like. If you care Ian about Summerholder, if Ian Summerholder didn't exist, right? Um, he was gorgeous, and he had the most beautiful eyes and the most incredible eyelashes. He had so all my God. If he wasn't gay, I would have proposed Did he to die? him. No, he has. Sorry, he has. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, okay, he has died. Yeah, not no. But if he wasn't gay, I would have proposed to him. But he was telling me about his holiday with his boyfriend. So yeah, I think you still have a chance, love it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'd say go for it. Okay, maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. I thoroughly endorse this um, change of life. Okay. I'm just gonna start proposing to random gay men. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, pretty much. Mm. Well, I saw my friend Ben while I was back in the UK, who was gay, and he had a few cocktails and he made out with me. So. Nice. Hi, ben. Nice, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's good. I've been reading a new, a new trilogy, a new book trilogy. What's it about? I'm on the second series. Uh, sorry, the second book in the trilogy. Already? Yeah, I know. Good God. It's called uh, Captive Prince, and it's about uh, two warring nations, two the two two nations. princes of two different kingdoms Sweet. that sit next to each other. You know, yeah. they share a border. Yeah. And yeah. Go uh, on. one prince is yeah. betrayed by his brother, who wants to be the king. Oh my God. Uh, by selling him into slavery to the neighboring kingdom. Oh my God, that happened and he to become, me once. I know, right? Yeah. It happens more than you would think. Um, and he twice. becomes the personal slave for his enemy prince and the enemy prince doesn't realize who he is so it's he's got to make sure that he doesn't find out because he'll have him killed and yeah it's really good it's very what, funny what's it called the captive prince cap just captive prince the captive prince no just captive prince and the next one is called prince's gambit captain prince no captive captain captive Cam captain captive no what prince. what's wrong with you prince. what mm. and is it good it's really good. Yeah. I really like it. It's very funny. Yeah, we'll be getting started. I mean, on this thing. I was enjoying having a conversation with you, but okay. Oh god, no. <laughs> um, what about the sound that the dog is making with the bone? I mean, I think you should take the bone off of her. No, she seems so happy. Please and take then, it off of her. Then she might actually take it off of her. Start uh, biting me, which is right. I'll take it off of her. Then. Okay, you, you, you. <laughs> What a fool. Okay, I've taken it off of her and now she's very sad. Here, look, play with the caterpillar. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Go find the caterpillar and play with that, okay? Good girl. Alright, do you want to go first? Um, sure. Okay, so fictional moments, top five fictional moments that wrecked us. Okay. I want to go, um, I want to see if I can do this uh, backwards. We're doing backwards. Well, you know what, the least. Oh. One, two, three, four. Okay. Okay. We didn't we didn't reveal these to each other as well, which I always think is a mistake because we might have the same one. We don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the number five on my list okay. is it it because it, I've been you know it, when when we 
decided on this thing, um, you know, the first few came to me easily because... When we decided on this, it was a few hours ago, we yeah. were at dinner. And um, I said, okay, I can do that one. Then I can do that one. Oh, yeah, this one. And then by the time I got to, like, number five, I was like, um... Boom. So this n- number five didn't didn't wreck me. Okay, well, but, I mean, that's was literally the whole idea of this week's podcast, but go for it. But it was still very well done mm-hmm. in a very unexpected place. And it was... It, now, preface all of this with spoilers. So we are going to... Um, I'm going to spoil... A lot of movies. Uh, scrubs. Oh, okay. So if you haven't seen Scrubs... Everyone's seen Scrubs. Um, it's got like 75 seasons. Uh, block your earballs now. Um, it is the uh, Brendan uh, Fraser... <gasps> oh no! <laughs> who is the brother of Jordan? Um, of Jordan, the wife, ex-wife of, of Doctor Cox. Uh, Doctor Cox, and um, he he was in a few episodes in a few seasons, um, being wonderful and fluffy and friendly, and essentially uh, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they notice that he has a cut and it won't stop bleeding. While they're while they're at the bar. And um, he he has, I think he has leukemia. Yeah, something like that. Um, And it doesn't end well. And uh, it's always effective from uh, a writing point of view to punctuate your comedy with real tragedy and with real um, heartache and with real emotion. I think Scrubs did that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were very good at that. Mm. Um, and then immediately uh, flipped back to to silliness, which uh, they did uh, so well. So yeah, yeah. The the Brendan Fraser um, uh, end. Um, yeah, it it um, it didn't you know wreck me because did, did it make you cry? No. Oh. No. Um, Have any of these made you cry? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. You see, I only ever see you cry when something sad happens to an animal. Let's not talk about Free Willy, please. (laughs) i never seen that movie. Oh, God, they all die. Is it good? I don't know. I never saw it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't want to. (sighs) Free Willy from life, I expect. You know, we've been going through TV shows and, and film series and just rewatching them. Yeah. At the moment, we're doing Marvel, but we're doing it in the timeline order, not in the order of release. So we watched Captain America, and then Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, and then Iron Man 1. And now we have Iron Man now 2. Now we've got Iron Man 2. Um, I think we should watch all the Scrubs, but maybe leave oh, out Jesus. the last season. You see, the last season has its moments. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Strongly disagree. But um, I don't know. That's 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 seven. No, that's eight years of 24 episodes. Oh, I have I think an idea. That might be a bit much. Let's rewatch The Vampire Diaries. Oh, God, no. Why not? You loved that. Uh, no, I saw, I watched it once, and that's absolutely fine. And now you I'm. You really I'm enjoyed now, it. Yeah, but I. I No, I shall not be watching it again. I don't know what's wrong with you. Probably. Many things. You. Okay, first off, rude. Secondly, shush. 
Now, what's your number five? Oh, well, okay, let me see. Johnny Five is alive. What's that from? Oh, my God. What? Anyone out there who knows what that is from, Derek, <laughs> please let us know. It's probably from something really old that was way from way before when I was born. Johnny Five Eight. Okay, if we're doing it in order of least to most. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. Ready. In I'm the ready last episode <gasps> of, of. Can you guess? Vampire Diaries? No. <gasps> So you're along the you're along the right lines. The Buffy. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what I'm gonna do? Oh, okay. Now again. Again, spoilers. yeah. This whole thing is all gonna be spoilers. So if you haven't reached the end of Buffy, and if you haven't, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? Just go back and yeah. watch it. Okay. That'd or be just stupid. pause this. Take a few months. Watch, watch all Buffy of Buffy and, and Angel. Angel. Uh, and then press play again. I actually think I preferred Angel to Buffy, apart from the last like two seasons, which mm. were absolutely batshit. They didn't make any sense at all. You, you don't make any sense? Yes, but I'm not on TV. Thank God. Shush. You're in a sassy mood today. You are sassy boots. So, okay. So, that being so, said, spoilers, spoilers, yeah. spoilers. Please stop listening. Okay. Um, okay, so the last episode of season seven mm-hmm. of Buffy, mm-hmm. where to 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 complete their plan and save the day, someone has to stay behind and sacrifice themselves. Um, I can't remember exact the exact details, but someone has to stay behind, sacrifice them, themselves, like you know, in Armageddon, someone has to stay mm-hmm. on the planet mm-hmm. to like blow up the whatever it was or the star. I don't know. Um, and I, in the movie Armageddon, yeah. Stay on the planet. The it planet? was it was a it was an asteroid. Was it an asteroid. That's the whole point of it. It was hurtling. Derek, towards I've Earth. only seen it once when it came out, and I was like ten. Okay. Okay. So okay. I don't. Okay. That was like eighteen years ago. Okay. You just have to apply logic. Sorry. Go on. Carry on. Right. And Spike decides that he's going to stay behind now. Spike. A bit of Spike. A bit of background on Spike. He's a vampire. He used to be a bad guy. Then he became a good guy, fell in love with Buffy, the vampire slayer. Um, They had a relationship. How ironic. Is it? I don't think that's the definition of irony. That's ironic. No, mm, that, no. Um, Is that ironic? He fell in love with her. They had a thing going on. Mm-hmm, it was obvious that she didn't feel the same way back for him because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's still in love with Angel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as he... Oh, a cat just rubbed up against my foot. <laughs> no, that wasn't a cat. That was a rat. Oh, Jesus. And um, he says he's going to stay behind to sacrifice himself. And Buffy is saying goodbye to him. And several times he's said to her that he loves her and she's never said it back. And because he's about to die for her, she says to him, I love you. And, and he, he says, says, no, no you, you don't, don't. But thanks for saying it or something like that. Yeah, he says, no, you don't, but thank you. Yeah. And then he dies. <laughs> God. Alleviated slightly by his return. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he's, they bring him back like a couple of seasons later in Angel. Because they realized that he was a lot of fun, I'm guessing. Um, and he came back as a ghost, which was hilarious because he kept getting annoyed because he couldn't punch anyone. 
which is a thing. Yeah. For ghosts. Yeah. But yeah, so, it was really. It's so, not even the fact that he died; it's the fact that Buffy tried to mm, be nice to him, to comfort him. Yeah. But he saw straight through it. Yeah. Yeah. But still, he appreciated it. Yeah. And that's a lesson. You know what? James Masters, who plays Spike, um, in day-to-day life, you know, when he when he's just when he's James Masters, mm, doesn't do it for me. When he's Spike, absolutely. With that peroxide blonde with hair. With that Billy Idol hair, yeah. Well, Billy the Idol did copy his look from him. Coat. Yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. The cheekbones. Forget oh, about the it. The cheekbones. The cheekbones. <sighs> yeah. So obviously. Also, I think his accent. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's dreamy. He is dreamy. I thought that was very sad, though. He is dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, then. Okay. You're going to do number four now. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay, people. Here we are. Wow. Here we are. This is this is great audio. Ready? You looking for something on your phone? This is a great audio. Okay, here we are. Go on. Number four for Webex. Go on. Um, go Webex. Right, and again, spoilers for Why the Last Man. Now I don't know this. What is it? Why the Maybe? Last Man is a comic. Uh, was a comic series that um, recently had its first season adapted uh, onto, I think, Hulu. It is available on uh, Disney+. Plus, um, But it has since been cancelled. I hadn't gotten around to even watching the first episode before I heard that it was cancelled, so um, oops. Anyway, for Why the Last Man comic, um, which is a story that, obviously, the TV show never got to... Um, I tell why the last man is about a Yorick who is the last man on earth after a plague pipes out um, every other male. And um, so it's a world teetering on the edge of disaster mm-hmm. without men because let's face it, we're awesome. Um, um, okay, I'm going to stop you there. And uh, his protector, no. his his bodyguard, because he is the most important person. Because why isn't hasn't he been affected? Why hasn't he been infected by this plague? Um, and what does he? What secret does he hold? Um, so he is the most important person, and a lot of people uh, want him dead for uh, uh, various reasons. So he has a bodyguard, and her name is Agent uh, uh, 355, um, from what I remember. And um, she's awesome. She is kick-ass. You have, like, uh, what are you gesturing about? I'm gesturing for you to get closer to the microphone. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. That's better. You're drifting away. I'm just getting animated. I okay. apologize for caring. Oh, don't swallow into the microphone, you absolute giant <laughs> animal. Derek, that sounds awful. Stop. <laughs> Why are you like this? <clears throat> anyway. 
Um, so there's only one man left. I don't see how this could possibly be sad because this sounds ideal. Um, she finally, after years on the road, <laughs> traveling through America, um, many adventures, many heartaches, many, many deaths. Um, and the plot keeps on unfolding. It's really well written. It's fantastically drawn. Uh, she finally ad admits even to herself that she loves him. And she's, we're about to, you know, to see something happen. Mm-hmm. And in one of the final uh, um, issues, bam, she gets shot. She gets shot, not him. No, right in the head. <gasps> a sniper. And oh. it's just, it's, you know, um, very few uh, comics have had that kind of um, effect on me. Um, just the shock. Uh, something like Saga had it, um, and Saga is very good at having it. Um, um, moments in Preacher and Hellblazer, especially with Garth Ennis runs, um, it just they make you care about the characters, and then God, they they put them through hell. I don't know where I got my. Yeah, I was gonna say, why does that sound familiar? From... Why does this sound like? Oh God, if I feel like I. I... Oh, it's like deja vu. It is like deja vu. Dave Javu. Dave well, I think Javu. you just got a name for a book character there. Oh, yeah, Dave Javu. I don't know why more people in the Skullduggery universe don't have puns for names. Because they have to live with it for years. No, because they for, can change it. Yeah, but they don't. You don't. My name would a just name. be puns. Your name would just be pun. Dave Javu, I think, is a fabulous name. <laughs> Hello, kitty. There's a kitty. Do you want to let him in? No, I'm, I'm talking. It's in my, oh, okay. My turn. Okay. So, um, <laughs> fine, I'll let him in. Gosh. So, yeah. Uh, why the last man? Okay. I'm not... Uh, yeah, please. If you could if you could take your headphones off louder and move your chair across okay. the floor louder, that yeah. would be great. Because it wasn't quite loud enough when you... Yeah, okay. So, that was your fourth one. Right. I'm going to get my fourth one up now. I'm... I didn't realise we were ranking them because I'm finding it quite hard to rank them because they all made me sad. Okay, right. Uh, num okay, number four. Okay. We can't hear you because you're nowhere near the microphone. Okay, cool. Okay, but come towards the microphone. Okay. Towards the microphone. <laughs> okay. Are, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Go. This one's from a book. Oh, my God. It's a book you guys have heard me talk about oh quite a bit. Oh, my God. Can you guess what the book is? Is it? Um, it's not one of yours. Is it? Um, Come on. Ulysses. I've never read that. Is it? Pride and Prejudice. No, I've never read that. Is it that. Crime and Punishment? I've never read that. Is it The Idiot? No, I've never read that. <clears throat> um, I didn't realise you had a, an autobiography out.
You should see her face. I can't actually tell what expression she has because of the context, but... Shut up. I think it's happiness, but there are tears. I don't know where they're being squeezed out of. It's freaky to watch. Oh, God. You're just sassy because... Because I'm so funny. You wish you were funny, like me. That's right. Yeah. Go on. Okay, so it? it's Red, White and Royal Blue uh, by Casey McQuiston. Uh, this book is my favourite book. This book changed my life, Derek. Oh, oh. Uh, it has a bisexual main character. How did that uh, change your life? Well, I'm bisexual. and did it I make spent... you bisexual? No, Derek. Well, how did it change your life? I just want to say you are you are yeah. playing with fire. <laughs> are you chewing gum? No. Oh, it looks like you're chewing gum. I'm just being cool. No, you look like a sheep chewing cud. <laughs> this book, so it's through the eyes. Don't, that's vile. Stop that. <laughs> so the story, you see the story through the eyes of... Um, no. Through Alex Claremont Diaz, who is bisexual, mm-hmm. and it made mm-hmm. me—I I don't know—like I've been fine with the fact that I'm bisexual. You're then, what? I know, I know. But then there are just some some days, well, not some days, but some moments where I've had a bit of uh, ag from other people about it, um, just from people who are a bit narrow-minded, and I would just find myself thinking, like, wish I was normal or. Life would be a lot easier if I was just normal. And this book kind of, you know, helped me to realize there's nothing wrong with me. Um, normal being a subjective phrase. Shush your damn mouth, yes, your sir. little sass pot. Um, so, yeah. Maybe default. No, it's not even default, is it? Are you just talking about my personality? No, the word normal. Do you say default and not default? Ah, it depends on my mood. But it's like... Do you say yeah. zebra or zebra? Zebra. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so this book is about what would happen if don't start kissing the cat. Derek, we can hear you making out with the cat. Stop yeah, it. Okay. Derek, are you listening? Yes. No, you're not. To the cat. For God's sake. So this book is about what would happen if uh, the... Aliens came... No. Stop. Sorry. What? If the son of the President of the United States of America were to fall in love with the Prince of Wales. Cheapers. I know. Prince of Wales. No, no. Um, Well, it's... Hunter Biden and William. What? No, no, it's not in real life. Oh. No, so it's Alex Claremont Diaz. He is the first son of the... Wait, was it? First son of the United States... So F Sotus. He's F Sotus, there you go. Ah, yes. Um the Sotus. And he has a rivalry with Henry, Prince of Wales. Um and they've kind of just grown up having to be around each other and they hate each other. And they I see I don't, I'm like, mm, I don't want to give away too much, even though we've said this I is all spoilers. Fall in love. Well, yeah. Okay. So at a, at a royal wedding, Prince Henry's older brother is getting married. Alex 
uh, gets a bit too drunk, makes a scene, accidentally knocks over a $75,000 wedding cake. Who hasn't? I know. <laughs> That's just me at every wedding. And their publici- publicity teams, they said, listen, you guys have to make nice. And a fake friendship turns into a real friendship, turns into a secret relationship. They fall in love with each other. And it's, it's, it's a great book. What's the heartbreak? What got you? Well. Here we go. Again, spoilers. So, being the Prince of Wales, part of his authority as mm-hmm. as a figurehead is to you know, and it's it's called to breed, you know, to to breed heirs. I know, which you can't do. Their their argument is he can't do that if he's gay. See, he's not allowed to be gay, and him and Henry and Alex are falling in love, and they're away on vacation um, at a holiday home. At like Alex's lake house, they're in the lake, they're swimming naked, and Alex realizes that he's in love with him, and he goes to tell Henry that he loves him, and Henry stops him, and he goes back to the house. The next morning, Alex wakes up, Henry's gone, he's just left a note saying, had to leave, important business, blah, blah, blah. Then Henry ghosts him and isn't talking to him. Alex panics, and he flies over to the UK to have it out with him and they have this massive argument where they're where they're about to break up because Henry can't do this he can't have have Alex love him because he's not allowed to be in love with him and it's just it's it's sad and awful my throat's closing up <laughs> it's sad and awful mm-hmm. and it's so tender and it's 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 everything it's everything because it's not just about like their relationship. It's a, it's, it's, you know, it's for every LGBTQ person out there who has felt like they can't be their authentic self, who has, has family members or friends or people in their lives that don't respect them, who don't accept them, you know, it speaks, it speaks to, it speaks to the queer kids out there, you know, it speaks to the truth lover. Yeah. I, I cried like five times reading that book. Wow. You like know. over the same bit? Did you keep on f- uh, forgetting your page? or were they Why are you being so mean parts? to me? Because I'm always mean to you. I know. So it was five different places? Yeah. Goose gosh. I know. Goose gosh. And this is a, it's a funny book. It's a really funny book. But it's like you were saying with Scrubs. Yeah. It has its really funny moments and then it has its really heart-wrenching moments. But some sometimes I cried happy tears, not just sad tears. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you can go now. I feel like I've I've just been really boring, so you can do yours now. Um You're on number three. Yes. Have you forgotten? I thought you had it on your phone. I do, but I'm I'm uh, starting to put them in my face. By which I mean my mind. Um okay. Number three. Three is from MASH. Oh, I loved MASH. MASH. MASH was wonderful. Now, MASH, you know, saw it on repeats. Um, It was always, it was on repeat all the time in my house when I was a kid. Like growing up, I would see it on repeat. Um, But I only got into it, uh, I think, when I was about... um, 20, 21, 
maybe. Wow, that was a long time ago. So long ago. So long ago. Um, well, when so when you were about 21, you were getting into it? Yeah, because... I it, would have been two years old. Um, it was mm-hmm. probably... Yeah, it was because uh, it, sh- it was shown on Sky mm-hmm. uh, at lunchtime. So I would be out, so I would be working on the farm um, <coughs> and get in uh, for lunch and just in time for mash. And myself and my mother and my father would be there because all of my other siblings uh, were in college or had jobs or whatever else. And um, so it was, and I think my mother... She had, she worked her own weird hours around um, lecturing in college. So, um, yeah, so I just remember it was the three of us really, oh, and sometimes my brother, um, watching these uh, reruns of MASH. And MASH is about um, a mobile hospital in the Korean War. Um, It went on for 10 seasons uh which the korean war uh no the show mash uh, actually went longer longer than, than the than war the yeah korean war it was based on um it starred um alan alda a wonderful uh role as um hawkeye pierce um it was brilliant it was so now it had awful a canned laughter Oh, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, as was the style at the time. As was the style at the um, time. Yeah, it, it had awful, awful kind of What are you looking at there? The cats is on the... Um, <gasps> Bowie! Yeah. Oh, Bowie is on top of the cabinets, on top of the highest cabinet, looking down at the other kitty cat. So, um... Bowie, please get down from there. Bowie! Um, so, um... So you have the main partnership between Hawkeye and um, and Trapper John, uh, who was the other uh, physician. And I think at the end of the second season, third season, maybe maybe even the first season, I don't know. But um, but Trapper finally gets his. His papers. Mm-hmm. He can go home. His mm-hmm. tour is up. It's emotional because these these two friends, um, who who we have seen, um, we have seen this friendship uh, um, in stark terms, and um, you know. So now it's coming to an end. So he has his emotional farewell with everyone, with all the cast, and then he gets on the helicopter and flies away and the episode carries on for the next few minutes as you know they head towards the kitties are playing chase the across the table the final credits and um then right before the end of the episode you hear uh that the helicopter had been shot down and Ed, um, no one on board had survived. And Bowie, leave her alone. Bowie's beating up his little sister. Well, he's playing. 
Uh, no, he's not. Look at the look at the the evil in his eyes. He's not playing at all. I believe you. Yes, cat. I mean, dog. Yeah, I remember that. Um, that was so sad. So yeah, yeah. I, not I'm, even sad. That's the wrong word. Gutting. Yeah, it, because he he was so close to being free, so close to getting out, so close to returning home and being happy and just living his life. Um. And again, it's a comedy that knew when to twist the knife, uh, and it was um, startling because I, I, I wasn't aware of this, um, this change because uh, obviously I was watching the reruns in order. So um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, it was quite shocking. I remember sitting at the table and just staring and went, oh my god and just that shocked yeah. kind of because silence. Because the thing is they didn't need to do that. They didn't. And it yet, didn't do did. it didn't change the storyline because he wouldn't have been in yes, it anymore. I, yeah. But someone made the decision, let's make this one hurt. Yeah. Yeah. They could easily have just flown him home and it would be a nice happy ending and Another amusing episode of MASH, and then boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can you can talk, though, because you do it all the time. So. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, I think you do. Okay. Okay. My num- number three for me, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Do you know? Oh, you know yes. Do? So for those of you who, like all of you have seen Forrest Gump, I'm sure, but for those of you who haven't, Forrest Gump is a story of... A guy named Forrest Gump, you follow him through his through his whole life. He has a learning disability and a lot of people are very unkind to him about it, but he has never let it stop him and he has accomplished more in his, in a quarter of his life than most, you know, neurotypical people accomplish in their entire lives. And towards the end of the movie, he finds out he has a child. He didn't realize he had a child. Um, and he finds out he has a child and he is introduced to him and the kid is about um, like four or something. And he's overwhelmed and he's looking at the little kid watching the TV and he turns to the kid's mum and he says, is he smart or is he like me? Yeah, but the way he says it. I, I can't. I'm not a good enough actress. Is, is he... Is he smart or is he like me? Yeah. And it's at that moment that you realize that Forrest knew knew that he wasn't, he wasn't aware the same. Of of his of his shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just so like I mean, I've seen it. I've seen that film like I don't know. Twice. More than 10 times, I'd say. Jeepers. I know. And every time, and I know it's coming, and because he gets choked up and his eyes go glassy, and every time, and he's like, is he smart? Or is, is he like me? And I'm like, ah, first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm crying that time. You can't tell because of my Botox. Yeah, it's um, such a well-acted scene, and the it's kid well-acted movie. goes on to see dead people. Yeah, the kid. That's his um, heritage. Yeah. He goes on to see. Derek is talking about a new movie. No, I'm not. A a, a completely separate movie. Starring the same kid. Yeah. And Bruce Willis. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so sad, Derek. Yeah, that is that is. Um, it's a great movie. I love that they um, in the movie they use him as the reasoning behind so many different things happening. So it is almost like an like an in joke with the audience. So Forrest apparently comes up with the slogan "Shit happens." And the and um, the smiley face, the smiley face T-shirt, and he caused uh, Watergate. He, yeah, yeah, and it's he just got them found. yeah, um, and he was one of the founders of Apple. Um, <laughs> no, one of the like the first investors in Apple or something. Um, it's a really it's a really good movie. Yeah, everyone should watch it. I didn't like it when I first saw it. What? What is wrong with you? Then I grew to like it. What is wrong with you? Yeah, okay, but you'd never seen Cast Away. You absolute heathen. Another amazing Tom Hanks film. There's a sad bit in that as well. Yes, there when, is. When Wilson, Wilson falls off of the raft. Wilson? No, that's... No. Wilson? <laughs> no, that's Friday Night Dinner. Oh. Yeah, Wilson I'm is the, the volleyball that he becomes best friends with to keep him company on the island so he doesn't go mad. And Wilson? then as he's... No... Then as he's sailing off on the raft, Wilson falls out and gets taken away by the sea. And he's just on the on the raft going, Wilson! I'm, I'm looking for I'm just looking, I'm just looking for Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Hello, Jackie. You're looking nice. Hello. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Friday Night Dinner, you should. It's really funny. And, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Very sad, Derek. Very My sad. My number Hello, two. Billy. Is it number two already? I don't know. Is it number two time already? I don't <laughs> know. You tell me. <laughs> you are on fire. I am. God, I, I am. You are on fire. Sh- shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's it we're on. Two? Yeah, we're on. On the penultimate. Ooh, check you out your big words. Yeah, I went to I went to university like a big brainy girl. Okay. This show, um, okay, hold on. Actually, you just have to look when this show was out. Oh, for God's sake. Um, What's the show called? It's called Undercover. I don't know this show. No, you don't. Is it old? Yes. How old? I'm about to find that. Well, I feel like you should have, you should know this before, before you start talking. Undercover. All you have, all, all you have to do is Look up five things before we sit down. Undercover. No, don't say that. This is great. Why? This is. Wait, maybe it's not called Undercover. No, it is. Why do we need to know when it was released? Why is that important? I want to know what age I was. For God's sake, Derek. Yes. This is a, this is terrible for a podcast. If you don't, I'm just going to start singing Hamilton songs. Oh. I watched Hamilton for the first time. Um, How was that? It was really good. Sorry, it was called a cover-up. Wow. Wow, sorry. So this was in uh, 1984. So, so you were 10. I I probably had seen it. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I was 10. What's that TV uh, uh, film? Cover-up is a TV show. Oh. Um, out in 1984. That lasted a grand total of one season, mm-hmm. uh, 22 mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. It was about... Mm-hmm. It was, you know, back then, God, TV was simultaneously awful and brilliant. Um, this was about a undercover 
like a government agents who posed as models. Model what? Model planes? Yes, they pose as model planes. Okay. And they pose as human models. <laughs> um, so there was uh, the, girl, the, the, the woman in charge of the modeling agency and the top uh, male model was the undercover agent. And he was, he was uh, I remember him being big and obviously like good looking, but strong, you mm-hmm. know. Wait, uh, tell me, uh, tell me once more. He was big and tall and strong. Tall and strong. Muscular. Plenty of muscles. Ah. What's the show called? Sorry. Oh, it's good. Derek, I, cover up. For I, God's sake. I cover up. Derek, I was making a joke. No. And you could so you ruined it. So I was watching this show and it, would, I, it was only seven episodes in. And in episode eight, the main guy was gone. And in his place was another actor playing another character, another model. And they, they explained it by saying the character, the model, was killed in an, an undercover um, uh, adventure that, you know, happens off screen and i and as a 10 year old i was staring at the screen going what and i think his name was mac or something um uh but uh so i was like what no this is i adore this guy this i mean you know it's a terrible terrible tv show but but i I really like this character no 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 Poor baby debit yeah and and i was i was i was distraught and webbles the end, I might be misremembering this, but the end of the episode, uh, as the credits started to roll, you had a piece of text on the screen uh, telling you that the actor had died. <gasps> no! And he had, um, oh, he had no. been playing around on set with a gun. <gasps> and he hadn't realized that one of the chambers had a blank oh, no. a cartridge. So he put it. Why were the guns left out? Head, um, and pulled the trigger. And a blank cartridge does not have a projectile, but it does have like gunpowder. And it. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't know if I heard, because this is 84, this was before internet. So, you know, you Wait, there was, just, there was a before internet? I know. So what? You, you couldn't just like go online and search what happened to, to this person. But um, I remember being outside the back of my house uh, when I learned what happened to him. And it might have been the evening of the episode or might have been some time later. But I remember uh, being in tears. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, that was sad. Oh, sweetheart. That was cover-up. And I did not like the guy who who, who came in to Did you just him. not like him because he wasn't Mac? Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, the poor guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Probably everyone hated him and it's not Probably. his fault. Yeah. Oh, no, that's yeah. so sad. I know. 
Oh, should we talk about something else that's sad? Uh, yeah. Do you feel better? Yeah. Okay. Let me love so you. So my penultimate um, moment that destroyed me um, is something that you showed me, a film that you showed me that I had never seen, and you were you were amazed that I hadn't seen it because you were like, every person on earth has seen this movie. Uh, 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 E.T. Yeah. <laughs> and I just never seen E.T. My parents, like, mum and dad... If they had, if they didn't take me to see it at the cinema, I, I would just not see the movie because, um, like we had Blockbuster near us, but I never got to pick the movie. My older brother. Blockbuster is a video store. Yes. A video is like Netflix. Um, in a cassette. Yeah. Well, no, no, they're not going to know what a cassette is. In a disc. In no, a no, they're not going to know what a disc is. Information. Yeah. A delivery system. Yeah. So whenever we went to Blockbuster, we just, uh, like, I never got to pick the movies. Peter always got to pick the movies. My older brother, which is why they were all terrible, which is why I've seen a whole host of terrible movies. Um, so I'd never seen E.T. And then as a grown-up, it just never occurred to me, like, you should watch E.T. because everyone else on planet Earth has seen it. So, and again, obviously spoilers, but everyone's going to know this. There's a moment at the end. Well, E.T. is about an extraterrestrial who is stuck on planet Earth yes, and indeed. needs to get back to his home planet, which is dying. He needs to get back to his home planet to save it. And he's... He? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. He just has to get back to his home planet. Oh, I'm getting it confused with the E.T. ride at Universe. In the E.T. ride, his planet is dying and he needs to save it. <laughs> but yeah, he needs to get back to his home planet. <laughs> and uh, he is kind of uh, adopted, would you say? Yes. By... Um, by Elliot and Elliot. his his sister, his little sister. Like Gertie. Um, what? Her name is Gertie. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Played by Andrew Barrymore. Yeah, I remember that. Gertie. And uh, so they have to get E.T. home. So his mom is played by Karen Allen, I think. Wait, is it Karen Allen? Why is this important? Stop. All I remember is I really thought she was pretty. So. Really? Yeah. Oh no. Mum's a fitty. No, she's not. She's lovely. Really? Yeah. Derek, I remember what she looked like. It no, was just not doing it for me. Anyway, so there's a bit at the end of the movie where E.T., the alien, he's been captured by uh, government officials. Would that be the correct? That would be. Yeah. And, um, they, you know, he's an alien, so they don't, they, they want, they want him. They want to do experiments on him and stuff. And E.T. is getting sick. He's getting really, really sick. And there's a moment... I think we're dying. And there's this awful moment where you think E.T. is going to die. And now I watched this, I was like, what? D. Wallace. Oh, I'm so stupid. Karen Allen. She was an Indiana Jones. Right, okay. As I was saying, though, there's a moment where you think E.T. is going to die. And I'd never but seen D. this Wallace movie. All right, you tell you tell the rest of this. No. No, you go on. You tell it. No, I enjoy hearing you. No, you don't. Because if you like listening to me talk, you wouldn't talk over me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the teacher and me coming out now. Yeah. Come on. Right. So for the third time, you think ET is gonna die, and I we watched this towards the beginning of our relationships. So mm -hmm. I would have been like early twenties. And I remember being curled up in your side, against your side, and you had your arm around me, 
and I, you just heard me sniffling and you looked down at me and I'm just bawling my eyes out and you were like, oh, sweetheart, it's okay. And not telling me that he was going to be okay and that he was going to live because this is a movie that was made in the eighties and movies that are made in the eighties. They didn't care, especially family movies. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about having a happy ending. No. The eighties was fucking wild. They didn't care. Like, like gremlins, really sad ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of any others at the moment. But, yeah, 80s movies didn't give a shit about your feelings. So I was like, oh, he's a hundred percent going to die. And I just remember looking up at you in my big teary eyes, and I just went, I thought he was going to live. And you went, I know, sweetheart. And I was just bawling my eyes out. And then, you know, woo, E.T. E. lives, and he's fine. And, but I thought he was going to die. And I oh. cried my little eyes out. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever watch it again. Right. Because I know it made me cry again, even though I know it's well, okay. be fine. Okay. Yeah. Did okay. you cry the first time you saw it? Well, when I saw it, I was a kid, so I, I, I assume I did. Mm. Did you cry a lot as a kid? Um, not particularly. I don't remember crying a whole lot. I didn't cry a lot as a kid, but as a grown-up, I feel like God, it's all I, I do. stop. You know, I'm a very emotional grown-up. I was a stone cold kid, though. You were a bitker. I was a bitker. You're mm-hmm. right. So yeah. Okay. Okay. F. Go on then. Okay. My final, my number one moment that emotionally wrecked you. Go on. What was it? Quantum leap. Quantum leap. Um, I feel like I've heard of this. Uh, actually, one of the actors, uh, Dean <coughs> Stockwell, uh, just Sorry. died there a few days ago. Oh no! He was eighty-five. So, uh, but he was awesome. He was in Blue Velvet. He was in um, God, the Boy with the Green Hair, which uh, is uh, a movie. When we were sick as kids, um, my dad went to the video store to pick us up a movie. Is this the story Ivan was telling at the family party? Probably not. He was a bit too. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. No. No. But um, he he and he brought back this. Dreadful. He had a habit of bringing back awful, awful films. Um, he one time he brought <laughs> back the boy with the the green hair, which was made in the sixties, I think, and it was an anti. It was either anti-war or anti-racism film, um, and it was it was so ill. Oh my god, no, it was bad. And so he came back with this. Here, here you go, kids. I got you a movie. Oh, thanks, Dad. Oh, Jesus, dreadful. Another time. He came back with uh, Time Bandits, which is a, a Terry Gilliam film that we did not understand because it's so upsettingly weird. Um, Remember he came back with uh, When Harry Met Sally? Yeah, then he came back with Harry. Because <laughs> he went up to the desk and he said, right, uh, I need a comedy. Ah, I got you comedy for you, sir. Yeah, it's just in that. Ah, great, thank you. I didn't even ask what it's called. When Harry Met Sally, I know about um an an adult relationship is about you know can men and women be friends or all you know is it always going to be complicated with um with feelings and and uh, then you have the infamous um I'll orgasm have what scene she's having yeah. the diner in the and, coffee um, shop yeah so we, uh, our your a bunch dad. of kids going back and dad would just here, here you go, and off he goes. Chuck it in the, back in the out VCR, to work. and then off he goes. And, um, right? <laughs> Why? Seriously? <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that 
is Dean Stockwell. What is this film that I am watching? <laughs> but Dean Stockwell in Quantum Leap played Al. And it was opposite Scott Bakula, who played uh, Dr. S uh, Sam Beckett. And Sam would leap into different people's bodies um, through a time. And he, he, he it, it was, it went on for five seasons and it was standard 22 or 24 episode as a season. And um, it would be every time he'd leap into a new body, he had to uh, correct uh, a wrong. He had to put a right as something that once went wrong. And I adore it, and I would watch it with my family, especially um, my brother and my mother, who is a big science fiction fan. Nerds. And, um, uh, this wonderful, wonderful show, we adored it. It had action, it had romance, it had, it, you know, it was a thriller. It was, it, and it, it, they were dealing with as, as social issues. Um because he would uh, leap into the body of a male, female, black, white, a gay, straight, um, whatever. This um, show sounds great. Why haven't I wonderful. seen it? It's wonderful, um, and it's funny, and it's it's. And Al is fantastic, and Al is a hologram from the future who only Sam can see, and Al comes in because he's his real friend. But he can only appear as a hologram to give him um, information um, and pass on information. And then Sam leaps again and Al has to find him in time. And Al is a womanizer. And he's, he's, his character is wonderful. It's so uh, funny. Um, a cigar smoking, complete... A womanizer, but in this in second season, you realize that Al um, he was in Vietnam and he's a Vietnam vet, and he was captured for like two years, maybe no five years, and the reason he's like this, the reason he's a womanizer, is because his wife was told he was dead. And she remarried. And by the time he was released and went home, oh, my wife has a new husband. She has a family. So he lost the love of his life. And he became a womanizer. Um, I don't know. That scans with me, but okay. Anyway, so this in when we find this out in a second season episode, um, Sam leaps into uh, some. Mm. I think it's it might even be Al's Al's body, um, but and Al wants him to tell his wife that he's alive, and you know, just tell her to wait just a few more months. I'll be back. I'll, I'll actually no, probably like a year. I'll be back. You know, but Sam can't because he just has to. He can't change history. Um, uh, too much. He just has to uh, correct one thing, and that's it. And then he will leap again. And 
so he can't he can't do it but then at in the final episode of the show um he essentially meets god and as god is about to uh, propel him forward because we never know what is bouncing him around we never mm-hmm. know who is putting him into all these bodies that he needs to correct something and we realize oh it's a higher it's a higher power of some kind mm-hmm. and it's a kind of god and um so be- before god sends him on to his n- n- next adventure um sam asks him can he just do one thing can i just have one favor and so he leaps into um somebody a friend of 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 val's wife and he knocks on the door and he says just wait wait al is alive all you have to do is wait and she's in tears and then oh god then somehow al is able Oh no, in the season two episode, Al was able somehow to kind of leap into Sam's body. And so you have a beautiful moment of the two of them dancing um, to Georgia on my mind, which is a beautiful song. And it's so sad. I don't know that song. Um, It's absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, so yes, so then um, in season five, you have this moment of um, oh yay, you know. So, <laughs> but the thing that got me because for five years, Sam, all the the introduction is this is Ham Beckett, and he's like a leaping from a life to life, setting right what once went wrong, and every leap. He's hoping this will be the leap home because he just wants to get oh. home to his own wife and to his own life. Um, and he never knows if, you know, um, it'll happen. And so right before the credits roll, um, I think we freeze frame and a text comes up and it's um al uh was uh, reunited with his wife and you know they now have you know like kids and whatever else and dr samuel beckett uh, and never returned home and that after five years of being behind this character and loving this character because um, he's the nicest, most decent character on TV. Um, and oh. he's completely selfless. And then to know that he spends the rest of his life, as he gets older and older and older, uh, all he's going to be doing is is uh, righting wrongs, but he's never going to return home. That That's me. awful. That I wish you me. never told that story. That was sad. That's so sad. That's the kind of thing that would happen at the end of this. And I go, I'm going to choose to ignore that. And I'm going to choose. I'm going to. I'm going to say that um, he did get home, and everyone He's, lived happily ever after. The end. Yeah. That's so, what yeah. I would do. Yeah. 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 So well, see, I wanted to watch it, but now you've just told me like all basically everything. So now I don't think I will watch it. It's wonderful. 
It does sound really nice. It sounds romantic. It it can be. Now, it also could be, you know, amazingly like 80s, you know, but... Um, I love the 80s. Wonderful. Anyway, uh, what's your... So I've got to follow one? that, huh? Yep. Okay, well, the top moment in fiction that wrecked me. Can mm. you guess where it is from? Vampire Diaries. Yes, it is from The Vampire Diaries. It's from, I believe, season two of The Vampire Diaries. So if you don't know The Vampire Diaries, basically... Two vampire brothers move back into the town that they helped found in 1864. They both fall in love with the same girl who is the doppelganger of a girl that they both fell in love with back in 1864. Mm -hmm. And as the first version of this girl chose Stefan, the second version of this girl also chooses Stefan. No one ever chooses Damon. No one chooses Dame the really good looking guy. No one ever chooses the really I hot, older, thing. sexy yeah. brother. Derek... I chose you, and you're the hot, older, sexy brother. Yeah, I am. Damn yeah, you right. are. Damn right. So Damon is in love with his brother Stefan's girl, Elena, and he makes no effort, no attempt to hide in the fact that he's in love with Elena, madly in love with her, but he knows that she will never be his um, because she's in love with Stefan, and also Damon is, he's, you know, he's the bad brother. He He's done a lot of bad things in his life, and there's a scene where oh, I can feel my throat closing up again. Ugh. Okay, there's a scene where um, he goes to visit her in her room, and this um, at this point she's still a little bit frightened of him because you know he's a vampire. He's did I say there were vampires? Yes. Okay. God. <laughs> also, it's called the Vampire Diaries. Oh uh, so. yeah, true. So she's still a bit scared of him because he's a vampire. And she doesn't know if he can. She can trust him, and um, he says to her. I want to tell you something. And she says, Damon, please don't do this. And he says, I just have to say it once and you just have to hear it. I love you, Elena. And it's because I love you that I cannot be selfish with you. I don't deserve you, but my brother does. And then he kisses her forehead and then he wipes her memory. He compels her to forget what he just said. And she closes her eyes flutter and when they're open, he's gone. And it's like he was never there. And then Damon just goes off to be miserable on his own. He just told Elena that he loves her, wiped her memory, and then disappeared. Men. I don't know how Damon got the, the reputation for being like the – well, I do know how he got the reputation for being the bad, bad brother because he, like, kills loads of people. But, I mean, he's under a lot of stress. Yes. I'm not going to judge him for that. No. But when it comes to, like, being selfless and making the hard decisions, you know, and doing things for other people and not himself, mm -hmm. he's obviously the better brother. Oh, better brother. And not Stefan. Yeah. And uh, he's a different kind of vampire because he doesn't actually bite the throat. He just probes his uh, cheekbone against um, the neck and then just... Like licks it up. His his cheekbones that could cut glass. They just cut the vein. That's not actually true. No, he he rips the throat out. Oh yes, that's and true. Murders. But he's so nice. And he's so nice. Apart from that, do you remember that scene? Yes, I do. I thought you were going to pick because um, the only the only thing we spoke about 
during dinner about this was um, the bit in the books. Yeah, I was going to do the bit in the book. So in the book, Damon dies for realsies. I mean, in TV shows, they kill off characters all the time, especially Supernatural. I saw an article on Facebook. It was like Sam and Dean's top 10 deaths <laughs> in Supernatural. And I was like, they both died enough times to have top 10 deaths. Yeah. Those what brothers, the fuck? Brothers do like to die. Yeah. Um, but in books, you know, once you kill off a character in a book, that's that's it. You know, they authors don't tend to bring characters back. Mm. TV shows do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the books, Damon dies for real, and uh, Elaine doesn't believe him, and she's for God's sake, Damon, get up, come on, stop it, stop it. And then Stefan's like, Elena, no, he's he's gone. And I didn't really, as I was reading this, I didn't realize I was crying until I saw the. The splash of water on the page. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. And then all of a sudden I was crying my eyes out. And I, I remember I was sat in my bed, in my second bedroom in the house. I didn't have two bedrooms, but I got upgraded from the tiniest bedroom to the slightly bigger bedroom when my brother moved out. Um, so I must have been, I want to say like 14, 15 perhaps, crying my little eyes out. I think it was like two in the morning. And which book? I mean, I think it's the seventh book, which was my favorite one as well. And how many more did it go on for? I'm not sure. I don't think I read any more after that. Well, who would? I think I was so upset. I was like, mm, not for me. But yeah, that was a great book as well because it was set in something called the Dark Dimension, which was a hell dimension. It was really good. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you surprised I didn't do anything from Sherlock? Um. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm Why? surprised as Why well. Not? I don't know. I feel like I've spoken about Sherlock a lot. Probably. I don't want to bore the people. Exactly. Keep it fresh. So, how many of yours did you make made you cry? Because all of mine made me cry. Um. But everything makes me cry now, so it's not really. Probably the. The cover-up one. Was that it? Uh, yeah. You have a heart of stone. Well, you know, I mean, there, there are plenty of times when the tears would <laughs> pop to the eyeballs, but they wouldn't roll down. To the down. old eyeballs. Yeah. Mm. They wouldn't roll down. Um, like I said, if it's not something to do with an animal, you don't really cry. No. No. No, I'm pretty... Cool. Mm. Pretty um, emotionally closed off is what I would say. But closed off and uh, whole toxic uh, masculinity <laughs> thing. You couldn't be the. F no, that is not you. You're the furthest sure? thing from that. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. But There's nothing toxic about you, apart from your snoring. Jesus fucking Christ! Wow, that's hurtful. No, I'm glad. I'm good. That's glad. It was supposed to be hurtful. It, I was I was actively succeeded. trying to hurt you. Wow, well, well done. You succeeded. <laughs> you are you gonna succeeded. cry now? Huh? No, I'm not gonna cry. You gonna cry? No, I'm not gonna are you cry. gonna cry? Like I, I, I teared up when we saw the Rocky Horror Show. Dear Lord. And when Frankenfurt Frankenfurt dies, are you kidding me? He sings that song. I'm going home. He thinks he's about to go home to his home planet, and then Riff Raff is like. <laughs> I never said you were going home. And then they kill him. My God. I know. And you saw it coming. I know. Because it's part of the show. I know. And I've seen it 
a million times, but there you go. Yeah. I I I tear up um a lot. Do uh, you? Yeah, on uh, not around me you don't. Watching stuff. Um if it's Give me seventeen examples I, right I now. I can't even think of one. Anything to do with uh, fathers and sons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's you. Anything but to your do with father is very much alive, and you have a nice, happy relationship yeah, with him. But um, when I was working, hi John, shout on, out to John. When I was working on the farm, he was my he was my boss, and so, um, and I did not enjoy that experience. So I have these years of wasted opportunity, and I could, you know, see my sisters and their. A relationship with my father and see my brother and his relationship and his relationship was always so much more casual and so much more more silly because he was the youngest and I was well, also he didn't work for him and also he didn't yeah he didn't work for him so I was the um the oldest boy and <clears throat> obviously I was you know I worked for him um so there is all of that tension um added on to the dog and the cat have curled up on the blanket so to go to sleep together it's adorable um added to the fact that um that was not where i wanted to be and i was had all of these doubts and all of these worries and all of these these fears that i was never going to make anything of myself and i was never going to get anywhere and it was always going to be a burden and it was always going to be a disappointment and oh, always baby. going to be unhappy and you you kind of twist that onto this uh, father-son dynamic um and you go okay that was years that went by where i didn't particularly want to be in the same room as my dad because just for silly reasons, because I know he would tell me, um, listen, we're getting up a bit earlier in the morning. Oh, Jesus. You know, so I didn't want to hear about about work news. So, uh, yeah, I just chose not to be in the same room. And years. I don't think you can look at it as years lost, though. It it, it would be completely different if um, one of us had died immediately afterwards. Mm. Because uh, then you have a wonderful relationship I, I with have, your dad. I have, and he adores you. He yes, obviously he adores you. <laughs> obviously. He thinks the world of you. Um, no, I. Um, we used to have uh, someone who works, who worked for us, uh, Brendan, and Brendan uh, was um, a few years older than my older sister, and uh, his father. She's just got her loudest toy out. Yeah, wonderful. His father died. Um, when I was in my 20s and uh, I was talking to Brendan about it and, you know, and, and he was just saying, well, you know, always, always, whenever you can, just go for a pint with your dad. Because mm. he was realizing, you know what, we we only spend so much time here and we spend too little of it with the people that we love and you know he was trying to get me to understand that i needed to spend more time with dad while he's around 
because um, I'm very lucky that I have uh, both of my parents. Um, and I, I, re I have remembered that. So when skullduggery happened and when I stopped uh, working on the farm and um, I actually, you know, and dad came uh, to me one day and said, right, now, have you stopped working on the farm? I said, yes. And he says, for definite, yes. So I won't like, get you up or anything. Nope. Okay, okay. And off he goes. And that moment, oh my God, it all changed. And suddenly I had this wonderful, wonderful, jokey, mm. casual relationship uh, with him that my brother had. Um, I don't think you should ever mix business with family. family it's uh, tricky. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm very lucky that I've had a chance to uh, make up for lost time. So that's why anything with fathers and sons yeah, gets you. That's why, yeah. Well, my big softie, I love you. Touch me again and I'll kill you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note. On that uh, somber note, you're sorry to. You're um, starting to get a, a bit hangry. A bit hangry. Um, so I think it's time to feed you. Dar, dar, dar. Yay. Uh, thank you for listening. This was, um, this, this uh, became something less. It's, like, we almost humorous. started talking about a real thing there, you know? Gross. We almost, I know, we almost, <laughs> we almost started talking. <laughs> <laughs> real feelings apologize ah! we will not do this again Jesus I know close one that was Sansa has been so good and she's, she's just really woken good. up and yeah. she's full of beans so do you have anything to say to the people before we go apologies and um, thanks for listening thank and you so much for listening if um, yeah you you go out there and if you have one or both of your parents and if you have your family and if you have your friends and if you have someone out there that you absolutely love then why not just give them a little hug and a little kiss remember all the people who we've spoken about who have died both fictional and real and um yes appreciate the people around you in your life and if you don't have anyone to appreciate Appreciate your yourself because you're doing yourself. you're doing a great job. Good for you. And um, there's always somebody new out there. Always around the corner. It's your new best friend. Wow, that's nice. Thank you so much for for listening. If yes. you want to get in touch, uh, we're on Twitter. I am at Laura underscore Katie underscore J, and I am at stevemartin.com. No, you are at Derek Landy. Thank you, Selena, for uh, co-hosting. I'm um, not Selena Gomez. Martin Short, unfortunately, couldn't make it. Um, so yeah, thank you. Um, we are on Disney Plus. So no, none of uh, this keep, is true. None of this is watching. If you're not watching yet, none of uh, this watch. is even a little bit true. Um, yeah, we have quite the show. So thank you. Right. Thank you very much, Steve Martin. Right. Where's my ukulele? Right. Okay. Until the next time, do remember to stay sexy. Thank you. We love you. I, Peace out. I'm going to need a... You say that every time yeah. and you still don't have one. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. I'm loving it. 
Da-da-da-da-da. Bye.